Hey folks, this is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. The interview I was supposed to have today did not happen. The person I was supposed to meet for an interview did not show up. I think it's just because it's a Sunday and the person may not have transportation. That's why. So I will just say that I'll do my best to have that interview with the person. Hopefully next weekend will be better. Now before I go on with this to this week's episode, I want to talk about a issue that's near and dear to my heart. Veteran homelessness. Over two years ago, I was at one time homeless. I got a got help through a group called Bright Point. They're in areas like South Bend and Elkhart and Fort Wayne, Indiana. Now, there's another group called Veteran Village USA. It helps for housing, feeding, and supporting homeless and at-risk veterans. Now, their card says, We appreciate our veterans and active duty personnel. It's estimated there are over 38,000 homeless veterans in the United States. As far as we're concerned, that's 38,000 too many. And I have to agree. Now, folks, if you can, if you know someone that is a homeless veteran, or you you are a veteran, either homeless or at risk of being homeless, please get a hold of them. Now, they're continue. They say thank you for your continued support. The Michigan Coral. Coral C-H-O-R-A-L-E, the Michigan Chamber Singers, the Michigan Chamber Orchestra, Whispering Winds Memorial Forest, Sing It Yourself Messiah, the National Tour, Cornhole Tournament. Now, I'll also put this information in the description box. For more information, please visit our website, www.veteranvillageusa.org. Now, their number, they have a phone number. It's 810-605-5944. Now, the business office is at 5386 Kelly Road in Flint, Michigan. Please do your best to uh, help a homeless veteran. And not just them, but also, they may also be able to help you and your family. Give them a call. Again, that's 810-605-5944. Now, as you know, the thing in the Ukraine is getting out of control. Someone I know, her name is Natalie. She is a soldier with the Ukrainian army. Al Jazeera had said that the Ukrainian president announced that the port city in the Ukraine Putin is going to bomb now for those of you that don't understand the significance of that by getting rid of all the people there by taking that bridge that pretty much connects Russia with the Ukraine 
their supply chain. Vladimir Putin can control the lower part of the Ukraine, which means he can attack the city of Kiev, I believe that's how it's pronounced, and take it over. The Russian people and their children are complaining. The least of which is movies like the Sonic 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie is not going to be released in the Ukraine nor in Russia. To put that in perspective, imagine if you will that you were expecting a paycheck, but because the company does business with like organized crime or something, they won't be getting any money because the federal government seized their accounts, which means you don't get paid. So, with that in mind, in Russia, and I know I have my Russian listeners, I do feel sorry for what you're going through because you got a dickhead for a president who thinks that taking over the Ukraine is the end-all, be-all of everything. But in the process, he is making you and your families suffer. But he doesn't care because it doesn't affect him. He doesn't care if your children don't have juice or milk. He doesn't care if your kids aren't being fed. Because if he did, he wouldn't be doing what he... I mean, we have to look at it realistically. When you got someone like Vladimir Putin and here in the United States... We have a party that right now, I was on my way home from Elkhart. I'm a veteran of the United States Army, like I just got done saying. And I got a free ticket to this thing called the Hall of Heroes Comic Con. Just walked around. Well, and I'll tell you right now, it's very disappointing. I just walked around... I saw some former celebrities that were charging way too much money, in my opinion, that people were standing in line. And I'll just say this, folks, if you went to the Comic-Con and you're just now getting back on your feet, you could use your money for better things. If you got kids and they need shoes or something, hopefully you actually did put the money towards that. But spending money on celebrities that in prison, there's a saying, celebrities will not put money on your books. Celebrities will not come see you. Celebrities will not accept a phone call from you. And celebrities are not going to hire you a lawyer. They're not going to be your buddy. So think about your family. Think about your wife and children, your significant other. Don't give CPS an inch because if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. They'll take as much as they can get. But the tickets are anywhere from $20 
to $45 for a whole weekend. And that's not including, hey, you want a picture, a selfie, and a uh, autograph? That'll cost you $40. Hey, and if you want to get a uh, photo op with Emma Caulfield or any of them, you're spending around 60 So, and please teach your children that celebrities aren't going to help them. I mean, they may do some benefits and stuff, but how much are they getting paid just to show up? Do you think CPS cares that you met your favorite celebrity? No. They're not going to care. They won't care that your favorite celebrity, you get a picture taken with them. So? I mean, it's good to see them. But let's remember, these are people. The end result is, why are we going gaga over these people? Aren't these the same people that told us that, oh, the CDC said to wear a mask, they said about vaccines and all? What was your choice? Did you listen to these celebrities? Did you listen to Howard Stern and Arnold Schwarzenegger when they said, screw your freedom? What did you do? What was your choice for your kids? Was it based on these celebrities or was it based on information that you acquired? Me, I did some self-reflection and I realized, number one, I'm 57 and they had an abate and big thing going on. And abate is American bikers aimed towards education, motorcycles. And... I went right across, right next, it was right next to it. So I went right over there. I spent the $5 to get in. I walked around and I got some patches. And these aren't gang patches or anything, so don't freak out. The, the patches I have are right here. And I told the woman that as soon as I can, I'm going to put it on something. She says, why don't you put it on a hat? And I thought, oh, that's appropriate. And one of my patches says, working like crazy to support the lazy. And I come from a long line of hard workers. I'm not saying any of you are not hard workers. Uh, You probably are. You're probably one of these that the reason why you're not working is not because you don't want a job, but because the employer says, well, you have to get a vaccine. You have to wear a mask, even though you're probably working in a factory and you're going, what? So in other words, I gotta, you got to suffocate. There's another one I got. It says, better to live one day as a lion than a hundred years as a sheep. Sheep follow. Lions lead. Be a leader. Do keep doing what you're doing, and in the end, you're going to be proud. You'll make your kids proud. Thomas Jefferson said, "Every generation needs a new revolution." 
When was the last revolution we had in this country and in the world? Look, you can either do as the CDC and the president all say, which now they're saying, hey, you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to, or, you know, take the vaccine if you don't want to. You, you know, CDC said, you know, lift the mask, mandate, things like that. Are there places that are still saying, hey, you got to wear a mask? Of course. But uh, employers should not force you. And this is ironic. Now, you, I've been hearing these stories whereby if you say something about removing masks, that it's child abuse. But it's not child abuse if they say, hey, look, you got to wear a mask in school. Otherwise, you're going to ha- have to be uh, expelled. Whatever happened to freedom of choice? I mean, if you look at it, your kid comes home crying and you're asking, why are you crying? And they say, because the school said I had to come home because I wasn't wearing a mask. Isn't that weird? I remember growing up, if somebody wore a mask, somebody had their face covered, that said that they were the bad guy. You knew the bad guy from the good guys because the bad guys always covered their faces while the good guys had kept theirs uncovered. Now all of a sudden... We have to wear a mask because they said before they said, hey, it prevents, you know, you getting the coronavirus. Then they said it prevents you from spreading the coronavirus. Now, I think the new one from the CDC is it doesn't really prevent anything. And if you think about it, if you're wearing a mask, you're breathing in the very thing that you're trying not to catch. If it is inside you, if it's not, then don't worry about it. But you make the choice if you want to wear a mask or not wear a mask. Get the vaccine or not get the vaccine. After all, the choice has to be yours. And if you don't want your kids to get the vaccine, then, you know, just take the appropriate steps. If you want them to be homeschooled, then be homeschooled. If there's a school that doesn't require that and you want to send them to that, by all means. Remember, you're the parent. The government's not. Yet the government makes you want to think that they know what's best. You see, when you have somebody like Thomas Jefferson or... The anonymous person who said better to live one day as a lion than a hundred years as a sheep. You have to make the choice. Are you a lion or are you a sheep? Because I'll tell you right now, if you're a sheep and you're with a farmer, don't be too surprised if you're walking past those sheep and they go, Hi, Dad. Little humor there. But uh, how many people are now rising up? How many people in Canada rose up against Justin Trudeau? 
How many people are rising up against the Kremlin and Vladimir Putin in Russia? And over at Russia, they rounded up everyone and sent them to prison. When I heard that, it's like, and people want, if what I'm hearing is true, that people would rather have how it is in Russia than here in the United States. How would you like to be on the receiving end that you're protesting? And then you're arrested for protesting for speaking your mind. That's not a lesson we should be teaching our children. The lesson we should teach them is the saying, better to love, live one day as a lion than a hundred years as a sheep and show by example. I've seen a lot of people do just that. Also, I've seen a lot of people live as a sheep. Why? To end this, everyone's heard of Steve Harvey. He has his own show. He hosts a family feud. He used an example. You capture a flea. You put it in a mayonnaise jar. Put the lid on. And the flea starts jumping. Keeps on hitting his head on the top of the mayonnaise lid. Mayonnaise jar lid. Keeps on doing that until finally one day thinks, wait a minute, I keep on hitting my head on that. I'm not getting anywhere, so I'm going to jump, but only so high. So that's what he does. Then when the flea gets with uh, another flea, they have baby fleas, and they see mama and daddy jumping, but they're not jumping that high. So the baby fleas do the same thing. And Steve Harvey was saying about environment. That the environment that you live in, you learn not to try to go beyond what others have done. That your environment determines your how successful you'll be in life. Well, I'll give you another example. My daughter and I like bearded dragons. And you always see the bearded dragon, so start climbing. They'll even climb right up to the very top. But they don't go any further. They look around, they look around, and they can't get anywhere, so they go back down. Well, then you always find the one bearded dragon that looks, and all of a sudden they see an opening. And so that bearded dragon continues to climb and does everything he can to get through that that little opening. Pushes its way, pushes its way, pushes it, until finally it does get out. So you have ten bearded dragons. If nine get to a certain point on the top of the tank and give up, but that one pushed his way through that he found a way to get out which ones are you going to be the nine that tried and gave up or the one that persevered 
and succeeded. And for that matter, what are you teaching your children that you try, you keep on striving, but you give up without looking at everything? That's much easier to quit than it is to continue your fight, continue persevering. I usually end my podcast with the government does not issue your children. You conceive them and bring them into this world. So tell the government to go fuck themselves. I'm also going to leave you with this. Keep your head down and move forward. It's the best advice I got. person who I learned that from was a man that <laughs> he taught me a lot about success more than the seven habits. His name was Charles W. Shore Jr. Those that know my brother Chuck know that was one of his Chuckisms. So I'm going to tell you my loyal listeners keep your head down and move forward this is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services may God bless